0: here on the mighty Metro and uh, joined on the line by Snesipo Maninjwa, independent market commentator, analyst and CA to take a look at the biggest uh, in company news. Snesipo, good evening to you and welcome. Um, Evening, Aya. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm good, good. Snesipo, a lot, I guess, as we kick things off at the start of this new week and I want us maybe to start off uh, with uh, that uh, price environment for Palladium. Uh, We often hear uh, people saying, you know, mining is uh, uh, the game of very short summers and very, very long winters. And it seems now, for many PGM uh, producers, least of all here in South Africa, that it might be a very, very long summer.
1: I can't. They're printing money. I can't. I can't. Like, they really are printing money, at this stage. I think they have been aided by lots of uh, global events. And um, you had um, an issue of the COVID, which... In, impacted dual supply. Uh, you have this Ukraine, Russia-Ukraine conflict. Again, making supply short. And as we know in economics, um, less supply, things up demand, demand brings up your price. You also have actual factors. In fact, that there's an increase in electrical vehicle mm. usage, which requires it as an input product. Again, it's a perfect storm. Literally the most perfect. They're printing money. Like, we, like I can't. <laughs> like, they're just printing money. There's nothing much, I think, any of us can comment. except for the fact that we hope that they develop the funds and the profits into the communities that they're doing their mining activities on. That's all we can hope for.
0: Yeah. But, yeah,
1: yeah they're printing money. But also,
0: Snesipa, I mean, this is a sector where we have seen some, I guess, whispers of consolidation. Uh, and the people that uh, were speaking here, of course, Implats, the CEO, Nico Muller. Uh, They also are in the market uh, for some of the mines there out in that Bushveld complex, uh, some of their
1: neighbors. Yeah, they are. I think consolidation because you want to control your supply. So it's not just about the current um, macroeconomic factors, the global environment. You also have structural demand for your product in terms of where the world is heading to, in terms of future um, demand of industrial goods. And electrical cars are... It. And you're a key component. There's no substitute for your price. So you want to consolidate, so you can set your price data. And when you think of the market share of electrical um, cars sitting at under 1%, your growth is infinite. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said, it's, they're printed money.
0: I want you to hold the line there for me for a second while we take a quick spot break. And uh, when we come back, uh, we'll continue with our discussion of uh, where the Palladium price is and uh, some of uh, uh, the price environment there. Very, very favorable for South African and Zimbabwean platinum producers. And then, uh, yeah, when we come back, also taking a look at uh, the um, looming prospect of a Pan-African airline group. Uh, And it might include SAA and Kenya Airways and potentially a third West African partner as well. (laughs) 20 minutes it is after 7pm you tuned in to Metro FM talk here on the mighty Metro and uh, yeah it's our wrap of the top business stories Snesibo Maninjo was my guest tonight as we take a look at the big stories out in the markets and Snesibo just I guess as we wrap up on this Palladium and PGM story I mean you were mentioning earlier on Uh, that uh, certainly in the production of electric vehicles and other applications for PGMs, that uh, they probably aren't, I guess, on the one hand, substitutes, and in cases where they are, those aren't used on a scale that effectively displaces a lot of the uh, exports of uh, PGMs that come from South Africa, Zimbabwe, Russia, and many other places that produce the stuff.
1: Ultimately, that's where you're sitting. So, um, until you can find a replacement, I don't think it's possible for the next at least 25 years. Mm. It's this is where we are these applications because one of the things I like about PJM is the industrial application Sure. and sure. I wish we did more beneficiation in our country but as a collapse mm-hmm. but, yeah. collapse, yeah. but collapse I'm just going to say as collapse, because ultimately I think for me that is where the
0: generational
1: wealth community upliftment lies
0: and that's where the jobs are
1: yes where the jobs are literally where the jobs are this is not a difficult thing this is not a higher grade concept
0: Hey, yeah, I guess but you
1: know about
0: it yes about it ah, 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 let's shift away from that Kenya Airways uh, you know they always say misery loves company and uh, it does seem they are the one airline that in many ways I guess is um, quite similar and uh, their challenges are very synonymous with what we've seen at SAA indebtedness <laughs> shareholder <laughs> bailouts
1: so like I yeah. saw that mm. I saw that and Ultimately, um, um was talking about the application of and the growth the uh, possible collaboration with Kenyan Airways. I think but uh, yeah, in my opinion, no not the one.
0: Why? Why <laughs> we, why would you say that?
1: I but we want Ethiopian. <laughs> we want the ones who run oh, it. Ethiopia
0: ship. doesn't want you. ah South Africans. i uh, no, yeah, no, yeah but we we Ethiopia Ethiopia ship. doesn't want you.
1: kenyan Kenyan, why would we want people who see because even if so you've got to remember you've got the consultant that's buying out SAA. Yes. Also a capital have a majority check. they want us to partner with this uh, similar airline with a similar problem, similar headaches. Why would we want that that doesn't have cash on balance sheet. I bail out uh, no uh, yeah, uh, but the does. issue
0: is this want somebody who wants you
1: we shouldn't want them same because want you that, want somebody because and they they want like hmm no like that not Kenyan Airways I love Kenyan Airways nothing wrong with it but from a from a fiscal balance sheet perspective we shouldn't want to partner with them hey. it's literally as simple as that
0: Yeah, look, I mean, maybe just for the benefit of some of our listeners who might not be familiar with, one, who Kenyan Airways is, some of the issues that they've had in the last while, and uh, we also, some listeners might recall, Uhuru Kenyatta was in South Africa towards the end of last year, and uh, one of the things that he had an opportunity to discuss with his counterpart, Sir Ramaphosa, was this Kenya Airways SAA potential tie-up. Yeah,
1: because of the East African, it's it's literally because of the the East tie-up that, Fundamentally, why would we want to inherit another problem child? It's it, it, for me. Like if it's fiscal balance sheet, it is. And why? Mm-hmm. You want to partner with the one that that is runs a tight ship? Ethiopian Europe it's not fully really correct to say that they don't want us. They at some point were interested. They at some point were interested. So
0: no, but since but that was just saying, hey man, like what are you guys offering and what are your terms? But the issue yeah. is that we don't have a lot of bargaining room and South Africa is trying to see, can't we find somebody who we can share the risks with? Because Ethiopian Airways was like, we are not uh, going to take that credit. We are not going to take that.
1: Could we share the risks with Kenyans? No. I, 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 well, I couldn't share the risks with Kenyan.
0: Wow. Problem of the problem. Give it to Charles, the Kenyan taxpayers. Thousand. You know, if the Kenyan taxpayers want to carry a pan African airline.
1: No the, no, no, the Kenyan taxpayers also want to break. <laughs> you know, how much billion do we wasted on FAA? No it's if it break. why would we want to willingly enter into a situation that causes us to physically commit more of our balance sheet than we can't? And furthermore, what uh, the transaction going, if the decision will not rest with Upraveen, it will rest with the new consortium. And would they want Kenyan Airways is the question.
0: So so why then Snesipo, would there be expos where Kenyan Airways is going to talk up a looming deal with SAA mm. that might have new owners soon and mm. I would assume these new owners might not even be party to this discussion.
1: That's, like why? I said, I'm, I'm I'm curious. I'm actually quite curious, but fundamentally I'm looking at I'm a simple, I'm an accountant by profession and let's go into the simplicity. What are the tangible economic benefits? The political benefits brownie points with canet or freedom are something else, but what are the tangible economic benefits considering we think so much on SAA, even with the sale we'll still be stuck with
0: as SA8 with that large liability balance. Sure. Yeah, hey. one of those, that... Uh, yeah, like, this is uh, let's focus sh- me for number, me
1: numbers, because numbers are what I understand. I,
0: I, I. And, and look, I mean, also the other issue that there hasn't been, like, the fullest of transparency. I mean, yet to see some yeah. of the details of this. And, uh, yeah, I think many people have said, even, I guess, parts of uh, government have also you know, not had line of sight over some of this. We're going to be speaking to NUMSA a bit later yes. on. And uh, yeah. they can tell you straight up, they haven't seen anything insofar as the mm. terms of uh, the details between, mm. you know, uh, the Takatsa Consortium and SAA and God forbid what might happen to Mango.
1: Yes, and that's the thing. And that that's my fundamental issue. That is my fundamental issue, that there needs to be a level of transparency. And now... Uh, the only things I've heard about Kenyan Airways are the noise in the media and it's
0: not good right yeah it's not transnet uh, from one network industry to the next yay abandon that bad access excess Dalite and and uh, yeah I'm not going to share some of my own thoughts on it um, but uh, it's happening uh, uh, um, and uh, the terms on which is, it's going to happen still a bit unclear but and as was Nisipo if uh, you know people who just have locomotives or trains just chilling about
1: so the, the main issue with transfer transfer is trying to outsource its capex requirements and its operational responsibility because they've had lots of flack not only from the public but also from industry partners specifically the mining clients which you talked mm. about who are unable to to get the volume across due to transit inefficiency. Sure. So is there market demand? Yes. That's not that's not that's not up for debate. What's up for debate is the structure and the execution ability of transit to hand over control and whether or not you're investing with real tangible value.
0: Then I mean I guess so so here's the other um thing i'm trying to wrap my head around Snesip. you're trying to raise capital for your own maintenance and repair opex capex whatever right mm. and mm. you're trying to do that on terms where you're allowing third parties to access your rail facilities you still own it you still have the duty and the owners to maintain yeah. it you're saying you're selling it footstoots. and i ask the question again who is sitting around in their backyard or in their goods yard with locals that are fresh that are wanting to go onto a rail line see, that see, effectively see, has see. been stripped off?
1: See, this is where the problems are. See, this is where the problems are. Because I think, um, so last week I traveled to Maputo and one of the things I saw was the need for um, transit participation in unlocking that specific market. Port, yeah. mm. market. Mm. And I could see the linkages. But as you know, abandon it so the issue is transit number one who is to blame for transit and the investment who is to blame for transit under allocation hmm. because this is the reason why this deal is being forced cost because we are literally united we're in a commodity super cycle and the miners can't take advantage they take advantage but they could be double at where they are if it wasn't for transit
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah but you know the blockages. You know the blockage. You know the blockages. So when we talk about, let's take it back to even me. I was in Maputo. Let's take it back to my home province. would be Salsa Anna.
0: Like, we already know. So so wait, I mean, I guess the, the other element of this is, as you said, you've got miners who are saying their ability to maximize their benefit from a commodity, I wouldn't call it a super cycle, but yes, a favorable price environment, is being constrained by the inability of um, Transnet here to get their ore f- from the pit to the sea, right? And yeah. And so the question mark is, what type of entity would take up this offer? I mean, Transnet puts yeah, out an expression of interest. Be- who, who are some of the players here?
1: Um. So you're going to have the international countries. They're the ones with the balance sheet for it. Like, they're the only ones with a balance sheet for it. So, you're going to have some international expression of interest, most definitely. Um, because they're the only ones with the balance sheet for it. There's no one in any sub Saharan Africa countryside who can do this, who can write the check and who's got the ability to operate.
0: Let's leave that one for a second. And go out um, so to Durban. I've
1: got to go. <laughs> yes.
0: Okay, wait. Just the last one, Snes, before we let you go. Um, this issue on Tongat. Um, yes. Yeah, some of them before the courts earlier on today. Magistrates Court, I guess, for yes. you know, uh, uh, early stages of this particular one. And then the trial will yes. be out at the Durban High Court. What happened here? Quite simple.
1: Um, Tongat bosses lied about financials, misled investors, uh, concealed financial information for their own direct financial benefits. That's basically what happened. the difference different, uh, with Steinhoff is that they, the manager of Tonga shared with the NPA the information and has not kept a secret. That's very different. And that's why they're going through the prosecution process, which is what the guys the should have done, but as a collaborator, there's a, there's a there's an ongoing case on that matter. So, ultimately, that's what the guys did. And there should be consequences. We keep talking about the fact that there's no consequences for private capital. This is consequence management. And I'm very happy.
0: 101. Snesibo, let's leave it there. And uh, thank you very much for taking time out to speak to us.
1: All right, thanks.
0: That there was Snesibo Maninjwa, independent market commentator, analyst, and CA. And uh, yeah.